Okay, so I was in, hi, I'm back. <laughs> I was in um, <laughs> California for work this week. And my funny story has to pertain to that. It's actually half funny, but also half like, what the fuck? Um, so my supervisor, I'm going to call her the fuck out. Sorry, supervisor. She knows somebody <laughs> in Los Angeles, right? So I was in Anaheim. Los Angeles is about like with traffic, like 30 minute drive from Anaheim. So we drove down there because she said that he was going to like take us to a couple places in Los Angeles or whatever. Um, after she had met with him the day before for business or whatever, because she's trying to retire child, which I'm not mad about. Um, so we go down there, we meet up with him. Um, and it turns out she didn't tell me this until we got to Los Angeles, the area in Los Angeles. I knew obviously he had a good job because he lives in fucking Los Angeles, but yeah. like she just casually tells me that he works for fucking Disney. Disney. He works for Disney. Damn. He's like, he's a post engineer, like he does the CGI and the faces. I guess he apparently I found him. So I when I went on a date yesterday to see Shang-Chi, we stayed for the credits, obviously, because we're not noobs who don't don't know that you have to stay after the credits for a Marvel movie. Exactly. The post credit scenes where it's at in Marvel movies. Exactly. So we're staying for the post credit scene. And I'm like, okay, we have to look for this man's name because he apparently worked on this movie. And lo and behold, I found him in like all of those freaking <laughs> credits. I'm like, there he is. <laughs> So this man apparently like works in credit. And so like, but I didn't know we were, he took us to like three bars. Okay. And the best part about this night was that I had to pay for nothing. I paid for absolutely nothing. It was great. <laughs> I really and truly felt like a sugar baby, but I also felt like a third wheel sugar baby who wasn't getting any sugar. Like I got nothing. Like I literally you gave said, no sugar to the sugar daddy. <laughs> I gave no sugar to the sugar daddy and I got no sugar in return. I was just like, just sipping on my drinks and eating my food. I literally did what New York Pollard said. And I sat there and I ate my food because like, but by the second bar, by the second drink, my supervisor was rubbing on this man's back for no reason that I could understand. And I called her out. I was like, so I feel like a third wheel. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, no, don't feel that way. You don't have to feel like a third wheel. And I'm like, okay, well, that means nothing. Like you're like, you're just randomly rubbing on this man's bag. Well, how am I supposed to feel? So she goes to the bathroom and then she tells it and she decides then after we've been out with this man for like an hour and a half to two hours at this point to tell me that they used to have a romantic relationship. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> how do you tell me that before heads up? Right. Like you couldn't have told me that before I like drove my ass all the way down here with you, like under the pretense that this man was going to take us to some shops or something so I can get some souvenirs or whatnot and what shit okay. or whatever. But now you're going to tell me that he isn't probably in love with you. What the fuck? <laughs> And so the rest of the night I had to deal with both of them being tipsy and me over here being sober because I had to drive back. Okay, I was basically the chauffeur and the third wheel um, and just sitting over here going, this man works for Disney and you didn't get together with him. I'm actually kind of upset. Like he clearly has money. He lives in Los Angeles in a nice ass apartment. Okay, like I'm just saying, and you don't want to be with him and I have to watch y'all not be together and flirt with each other, what the fuck? So anyway, that was my, that was my Tuesday 
And so I was just kind of like, I was so glad to be back here because I was like, I was irritated when I started thinking about it after that. I'm like, you took me on a date that I didn't want to go on. <laughs> I didn't know it was a date. You tricked me. Yeah, I mean, a heads up. I mean, my story is that my dryer broke. So for the last 72 hours, I lived my life like doing Little House on the Prairie a little bit. So I was just hanging out my clothes to dry. My first load, you know, it's like the exercise fabric. So they're meant to dry fat, fast, like nylon and shit. I'm thinking, I can do this. So then I got my whites out and then it starts pouring rain. And I'm thinking, oh shit. So I had to go put it all out in the garage. So, and I didn't have a clothing line. So I had to like MacGyver my way. So I got two ladders of two 45 pound weights, a 30 pound dumbbell and some twine and like tie things up. So, and we left my dad, like leave the garage open. So like our neighbor can see my, uh, underwear and bras just hanging out to air dry and some clothes so yeah I mean saw some wasps try to fly on my panties so yeah I had to scare them away I'm thinking god damn how did our ancestors do this shit right it's like this is bullshit <laughs> I mean at least I have a washing machine so but scrubbing it by hand and then hanging out to dry yeah I have to like punch somebody like your mom did all of this fucking shit i'm thinking That's how <laughs> women have had to go through too much <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh my god welcome back to confrontational millennials i'm nikki alley and i'm bell mars and we're back i'm sorry y'all i it has been a week and a half for me like I I need a vacation <laughs> I need a vacation I was out of town for literally all of a whole week and I still need a vacation it wasn't for fun um but um you know speaking of women being tired as fuck let's get to the favorite segment that we have it's news yay or yay. not news style yay um disclaimer though like i did not look at twitter at all this week because hilton is a bitch first of all just as a side note <laughs> like you don't have free wi-fi like you have to be a hilton honors member to get wi-fi for free and i didn't know that and i didn't book my ticket to expensive ass california and so they said oh bitch you want to go on the internet you need to hand me a cool $14 a day. And I'm like, what you say to me? I said, I'm sick. I'm not doing it. And so I didn't look at Oh, <laughs> uh, so this is a little bit old news, but it's still relevant because it's happening and um, it's important and we need to talk about it. So yes. we're going to start out with the biggest thing that happened, the biggest disgrace that happened in our state um, a few weeks ago. And that is that... Uh, uh, governor hot wheels um and his cronies his just like group of goblin like ass white men yes the legion of doom and the <laughs> legion of doom that's right decided that women already don't have too many rights they don't need any more and so they've passed a law that essentially would make abortion after six weeks illegal um which if you know anything about the female reproductive system most women don't know they're pregnant 
within a six yes. month time frame. And that's not even counting women like who don't, you know, I mean, you don't show then anyway, but like so, a lot, some women don't know they pregnant until they about to have a goddamn baby. So like, I just. <laughs> yeah. And on top of that one, barely any woman was on this policy. So yes. mostly men and white men at that yes. Two, no doctor made this policy and remember AOC went on and was talking about uh okay we have to tell them like a biology 101 lesson to assess how that works I mean but I guess also on the same side a lot of people were trying to like um break down this tip headline the tip uh headline well, hotline, not headline, hotline of mm-hmm. like, oh, a, a report abortions. To me, it's just so fucking hypocritical because right. to know that someone got an abortion, you need to see their medical paperwork. But, you know, Texas, along with fucking Florida, I swear these two states are the race to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to tell them, oh, you have to show your medical records, but they said, oh, you can't show anyone's medical records for vaccine because it's your body, your choice. Right. So what happened to all y'all screaming about HIPAA violations and all that shit when everybody was like, I want to see your vaccine paperwork like and now all of a sudden like it's like, oh, double standards. Give me your vet. No, fuck y'all. Yeah. Honestly, I think one side will probably give more medical tourism to Mexico because right now Mexico legalized abortion. So I'm just thinking, oh, let me just go to Mexico, get some health care. But those that can't because I'm just thinking you need that's huge aspiration for women because making abortion illegal doesn't stop abortion just makes it hard to get and women can die just getting an abortion because there's so many fucking factors i mean yeah i can go to the extreme case of a 12 year old getting raped or uncle have to carry that baby Mm -hmm. or maybe it's because women can't just support another kids i mean i do believe that yeah children should be loved and wanted and be in a safe home but if that person doesn't even want to be a parent doesn't want another kid or even a kid at all I mean that's a lot of resentment on that child so that child wouldn't be born out of love that child's gonna be probably born with resentment abuse from a broken home and that child that wasn't wanted on top of that you're cutting food stamps and shit so you can't pay for that child so the child's gonna grow up poor and resentful and become a criminal or probably even worse and probably bad for society so you're kind of creating a lot of issues because if you want to stop abortions like if you don't want abortions that's your personal issue. Um, that's on you. I re- I 100% respect like, oh, I won't get abortion. That's great. But don't take away my right to get one. Right. Exactly. Like I, it's it's crazy how y'all will give more importance on a fetus than you will to an actual like of a, a woman and a, and a child like the the idea like y'all are over here like oh my god it's a life like you know it's it's like once consent no like girl okay like not even arguing the whole scientific fact of life and like breathing and all of that shit because yeah, even the bible you want to use your religious because say bible uh the bible did say life begins at first breath but yeah. i don't want to go there exactly like even even if we don't go into all of that what are you it's not like you gonna hand me some money for this kid once I pop it out you're gonna be like that's your problem now and it's like I I didn't even ask I didn't even ask I didn't want and it's it's bad enough that we have people out here having kids with or without the option of abortion and just being shitted raising them like I mean it's like Belmar said it's like there's tons of kids out here and tons of adults out here that were raised by neglectful or abusive or even just like 
permissive or passive parents and they've turned into these like trauma ridden riddled adults who are just mad at the world because your parents your relationship with your parents and guardians are essential to your development and if you have shit parents in any way shape or form like you turn into a shit person I don't care like what you say you can you can go to therapy and you can work on it but you're going to end up with some major issues and y'all are already talking about how oh like we don't want y'all are trying to close up the border and talking about how you don't want specific governor hot wheels is over here like when they were like oh what about the exceptions for rapists and incestual relationships he's over here like oh we're gonna arrest all the rapists bitch how how yes but you have like over six thousand untested rape kits and on top of that rapist brock turner I think happened at Baylor University, mm-hmm. uh, where they say, oh, you know, we don't want a small mistake to ruin his life. I mean, there's tons of small mistakes. I mean, what about that woman who, let's say, who's 22 years old, can't handle a child who's barely keeping together for college. Let's say she has sex, unprotected sex. She has that child. That's a well mistake, as you put it, that's going to ruin her life. Yeah, it's. It's like, y'all are astonishing. Y'all are over here trying to say like, you can't, can't, you don't even believe women when they tell you they've been raped. So how on earth are you going to catch all the rapists? Please let me know. I'm waiting. Well, on top of that, we do have constitutional carry, in fact. And on top of that, for Texas, we have to show more ID to vote than to get a gun, which is mind-boggling to me i'm thinking i don't feel afraid if someone votes i'm thinking oh my god he votes everything's going downhill this is y'all are exhausting like i just i mean i looked at the statistics to see what the texas house was made up of the texas legislation and it's 51 percent men and a large percentage i can't remember off the top of my head what that percentage is but a large percent of that percentage of that is white men in fact i would argue it's like 40 something odd percent is white men and so when have white men ever cared about anybody else but themselves i'm sorry like i i know there's exceptions not all white men are like that but i'd be willing to bet every single white man in texas legislation is probably like that yeah i mean i could also say that you could be a woman and still have trash views I'm oh yeah it's a trash view that they have <laughs> i mean so and it's so frustrating that okay it's not reading any law and it's illegal and of course the supreme court to me is hella partisan right. uh with you know classic justice amy mm-hmm I mean, I want to love Texas because, you know, a lot of my family grew up in Texas. They made Texas, Texas. Like my grandfather, like as young as he was, picked cotton in like East Texas. And my grandmother was the first person in her family that's born in Texas from Louisiana. I want to love Texas, but we just do such trash shit. And the only thing that's redeeming is mostly Houston, but and for some parts of Fort Worth. But you y'all just, just do this, this trash shit. And then I look over at Florida, which is our, I guess, our twin at this point yeah, at this point honestly <laughs> i just can't so texas is trash hopefully a lot of people are doing vigilante justice by trashing those sites down that reports yeah. women because i'm thinking anyone could be charged for abetting an abortion so if i was an uber driver i can probably get arrested for helping out an abortion or if i let's say i give someone money uh, let's say if I give a friend money for an abortion, I can probably be arrested for that. So it's just kind of ridiculous to have this strange vigilante justice to it, which just seems very dangerous to me. 
I mean, at the end of the day, it seems to me like the, the, the crux of it, even though like, I mean, it just seems like it's rooted in like you wanting to make poorer communities even poorer than they already are. Right. Yeah. Because a lot of the times this is aimed at like, you know, black and Hispanic women who live in lower income areas, but let's not, I mean, but that's not to say like, there are also white women that live in poor areas that you're also affecting as well. So it's just like, y'all just hate women like point blank period let's just like stay there like y'all i mean i do have a conspiracy theory on why um on why they're like so hardcore on abortion because you know recently statistics came out that white people are growing uh minorities since white women (laughs) yes the great replacement theory yes call back to that where you know white women or white people are not having as much babies as now compared to let's say other people like the hispanic population is growing and so is the black population is growing and then we have like haitian immigrants and like mexican immigrants at the border or coming into this country so therefore white people become the minority so i'm thinking they may be freaking out i'm thinking maybe we should stop these abortions so so white women can have more babies and then also at the same time uh, we can probably just use the excuse of, oh, we're protecting women's rights, you know, to have babies. Because also on the other side, there are have been like state mandated sterilization of certain types of women in the U.S. So I'm not sure because there are also reports that they were sterilizing a lot of like Mexican women when they were coming in. Well, not Mexico, Hispanic immigrants coming into this nation by ICE and thinking, OK, we don't want you to have any more children, but not much information to talk about that i'm thinking we should talk about that that women are being like sterilized or forced not to have children when they're coming into this country so i mean i'm kind of think that they're afraid that white people become a minority so they want them to have more babies so no abortion don't even talk about sex ed because texas doesn't have any form of sex ed it's not um I, it but it kills me though like i think your plan the plan if this is true this is a convoluted ass plan i remember jimmy was it jimmy fallon <laughs> like said it on his show that like white people were and everybody started clapping and he's like that's not the reaction that I was that I thought it was gonna happen but I was just all like hey even white people don't like white people sometimes (laughs) I'm just like but I'm like this is gonna backfire on y'all ass because like white women that have money to be able to get abortions are still gonna get abortions yeah, they can fly to Mexico, fly to any other state and get that abortion, go to California. So yeah, if you're a wealthy white woman and you marry to a good place, you're fine. But let's say if you're poor, regardless of your race, you're going to be fucked. So, right. and I'm thinking they're not doing anything else that's poor life. I mean, you're not giving like mandatory um, uh, uh, maternal leave or paternal leave for like both parents. Because I'm thinking, okay, if I have paternal leave, I, okay, I can have space at my job to make a family but you're not enforcing that in fact a lot of people like fought against that i forgot what state it was but i think it was uh of course a republican representative say oh no you don't want um some nanny state to replace your mommy who should be your first teacher i'm just thinking it's whoever parents better with kids (laughs) exactly it I'm just saying like, this is going to backfire on your ass because um, a lot of the times, like, sure. Again, like I said, you're not going to prevent rich white women from having abortions if they wanted abortions. What you're also not going to, what you're also not taking into the account is like white women are not having children with white men. 
And y'all have that one drop rule still going on. So if they have children with black men and Hispanic men and Asian men, guess what? You don't consider them white anymore. So what you gonna do? I don't know what to tell you. Like everybody gonna be checking other, okay? And like two or more yeah. races. Like I can't, I can't help you. You're, you're this plan yeah. stupid. It's stupid. Like. Yeah, considering also the fact that whiteness, because I know before, let's say the 1950s, 1960s, uh, like Mexicans were considered white and they mm -hmm. fought legally to change for their opportunity to be white because you didn't want to be black. So, yeah, they were like, so maybe they may like change it, but now they have like non-Hispanic white and then Hispanic white. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm thinking y'all made the rules of race and here we are. Exactly. So you're going to have to suffer the consequences. Amen. And let the church say it. Um, anyway, let's move on because, ugh, yeah, um, well, I have nothing in front of me, guys. I'm just going to say that right now. Like I have no. Um, but speaking of ladies who are not supporting other ladies, Nicki Minaj decided to fix her fingers to get on Twitter um, sometime in the last uh, week when I wasn't paying attention to the news. Um, and she tweeted about how um, she was not going to the, uh, well, she pulled out of the VMAs because they required the vaccination. So she couldn't go. Oh, that was the Met Gala. Well, no, she said she wasn't, they required vaccine. Well, both things happened. So she couldn't okay. go to the VMAs at the last minute because they required vaccination, I guess, to be able to perform on stage or something like that. I don't know the full story, but yeah. I know she pulled it out of the VMAs. And then the Met Gala required vaccination to attend. And she made a tweet basically saying, I'm paraphrasing, but she basically said, if I got a vaccination, it would not be for the Met Gala. Ergo, she wasn't going to go. Um, in a series like of other tweets, she basically said that, um, she was going to still do her research. Like she was trying to figure that out, but she also said at some point that she probably would get the vaccine so she could start going on tour again. And in the midst of all of that, she mentioned something about her, like her brother's friend, cousin her cousin's friend, friend from Trini took the vaccine yeah. and got well, in Tesco's come impotent and then his fiance broke off the wedding. Yes, she mentioned, I don't know why she felt like she had to share that story with us, but she did. Even though like one of my, one of my other favorite podcast hosts like tweeted back at her. It was like, girl, you don't think this is an SED? Like that wasn't <laughs> your first thought was like, oh, he probably cheated and like he got like chlamydia or something. No. <laughs> yeah, they sound like untreated gonorrhea to me. I'm right. not a doctor. Not I have minimal skills in biology. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, do I know for certain that's what it is? No, but guess what? Causation, correlation always doesn't always equal causation. Okay, so exactly. I don't I don't think that the vaccine gave him swollen testicles um, and impotence. <laughs> so um, people obviously started calling her out. Um, a lot of other shit happened. Like several people, I think you said Joy Reid called her out. Um, Megan McCain decided to say something and then she told her to shut up you or fuck off you or something and i left my ass hit you eat shit you and i was like <laughs> and megan mccain deserved that but like um yeah so a whole bunch of people called her out like a bunch of people are like oh are you opening a lab to do research etc cetera, etc cetera. you know all valid questions that we have yeah. and um, i guess also at the same time a lot of conservative pundits like tucker collison say yes she's a patriot and so candace owen said that she's a queen and all this stuff i'm thinking god damn 
That's what I'm saying. Like rabid dogs to like like a, a or vultures rather to like a dead piece of meat. Jesus. Um. So, but the moral of the story is is that by the end of this whole entire thing, the White House essentially extended an invitation to have like communication with her um as far as regarding the vaccine and all of that because she's a a figure in media she's very popular she has a lot of sway over her stands who are all like pretty much 12 years old and have nothing else to do with their lives um but (laughs) they extended communication to her and i think you said they she misunderstood like what like what oh, she i'm not sure what's the story because she said she was invited to the white house and say okay i accept your invitation there's a step in the right direction and the white house say no 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 we actually meant a phone call with you uh we can just call you up and we can answer your questions so of course she felt offended she said why the fuck would i lie about that you make me look stupid so they just so she felt like they were assassinating her and her character by making it look crazy and so i guess i'll create more friction and i guess you kind of said a little bit conspiratorial like yeah they're trying to they're probably going to assassinate me sooner assassinate my character make me look stupid so the the question here is do you do you think that it's like it will it would even be worthwhile for like the white house to even sit down with her and have this discussion even though like there's pretty much all this research out there already about the vaccine that you could find with a google search <laughs> Yeah, so um, I'm I am curious because a lot of people say I'm gonna do my own research. So I'm curious to see what research is that is that a Google search or like ask friends about it. So on one side, I mean to me, I'm a bit tired, like people being hesitant about vaccines, but I guess to be optimistic and I guess caring, some people still don't know about the vaccine or they don't know enough about it. So she doesn't want to get bullied into it, and I understand. I mean, I try to peer pressure my friends to get vaccinated. So, and I'm guessing she wants to know more about it. So I think it should be that at, she should be invited to the White House as a show of good faith and thinking, okay, this is all of our research. This is what we can do. We can answer it. Cause it's kind of making Trinidad look bad too. Right. And even like the minister of like health in Trinidad said, no, there's no case. And I, who worked on the Moderna vaccine, like processing casework, and we get like a lot of interesting symptoms, but I don't think, yes, correlation doesn't mean causation because I got pores of, it made their boobs bigger. It made them turn to a Hulk. It gave them oral herpes (laughs) and then fever, rash and stuff like that. So I'm thinking some of y'all just nasty and just blame it on the vaccine. Exactly. So I think, it, yes, it's a show of good faith because a lot of people listen to Nicki Minaj, probably listen to more than us, uh, Joy Reid or any other scientist because she has such a large platform. Mm-hmm. So considering if she attacks someone, her fans, hardcore stands, I know Little Nas X is also a stand of her too. Right. So, and yeah, I like some of her songs too. So yeah, I think should she should be invited. So to at least educate her on the matter to say like, I understand you're probably hesitant for whatever reason, this is the research, this is what we got, this is why it's important to get vaccinated. Cause I'm pretty sure she herself probably got vaccinated for other shit as well. Cause right. to go to public school in America, you have to be like vaccinated. Or if you travel abroad, you have to be vaccinated for certain shit. Right. 
So I'm thinking there's certain vaccines. Like, so I guess as a show of good faith, especially for Nicki Minaj being such a huge figure, yes, it'll be great. Like this is the research we have, this is what we have. And yes, people can get symptoms because you know, there's symptoms to everything. Like some of my friends get on birth control, they gain weight. Some people do not. Some people lose weight and then look fucking flawless. I mean, whatever it is, I want it. Right. So. What genetic code do you have that I don't? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, there are symptoms and everyone has different types of symptoms, but it's rare to get like heart attack unless you have like diabetes, pre-existing condition, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think they should have invited her to the White House to show a good faith or like the CDC. Hmm. I would have to say that like, I understand why they're perhaps hesitant to invite her to the White House because I mean, A, you're not vaccinated. Um, (laughs) And like, but also at the same time, like, I mean, I would assume like the White House staff probably was mandated to get a a vaccine. I don't know. But like, if I was Nicki Minaj, I would be hesitant to go up to the White House anyway, because you have that small child. And even if, you know, everyone is vaccinated in there, you have no idea who you're going to run into on the way over there. Um, Like what kind of, you know, what kind of things you're going to encounter as you are unvaccinated and as your son is also unvaccinated. So I don't really understand why she was upset about the fact that she wasn't getting personally invited to the White House to sit down in like the fucking green room or something and have a have tea with Biden and be all like, yes, tell me more about the vaccine. It's just like, but you have your own, like you said it yourself, like because of your child and uh, you're not trying to, you know, you're being safe, you're wearing a mask at least. So it's just kind of like, I'm, I'm not sure why you may, and it's like, it's not like this is the first time in this like whole in incident that she misinterpreted something that someone said about her. Like she went off because a couple of like news articles basically quoted her tweets in like their articles. Like they were like, oh, well, uh, Nicki Minaj says that she's not going to get the vaccine for the Met Gala. Like they basically took direct quotes from her tweets and she got pissed off right. about that. And people are like, why are you mad? That's what you said. Like, right. so it's just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like um, somebody said that um, this like whole entire thing could be partially because she's stressed about the fact that her husband is being sued right now because he is a sex offender. But like, and same thing with her brother who was a child molester who raped her 10 year old stepdaughter. Yeah, so. like, I just, I feel like people were saying that that partially could be why she's so stressed and snapping at people and just kind of like misinterpreting things. But I feel like even now she's the type of person who probably does go off. Like, that's how she kind of seems to me. If like, she feels like she's been, and I get it because like, you know, as a woman in the like music industry, especially in rap, like having to yeah. say it way up, like to her position, like I don't I'm not a stand of Nicki Minaj like some of her I like some of her music but it's just kind of like I I respect the like the work ethic that she has and that the fact that she like built her way up to this position because I know it couldn't have been easy like because men are very much like this is a boys club what do you think you're doing trying to rap you know what I'm saying and yeah rap is very toxic masculinity mm-hmm. which I think we'll probably go on covering the next subject too yeah exactly so I mean, I just, 
But I just think that like at, at, at this point when it comes to public health and it's not like she doesn't know the impact she has on her, her stands, like you have to be you have to be careful about what you say always, but especially when it comes to this, because you, I mean, you can't like, you can't just go out here kind of saying random shit and telling random stories that don't have anything to do with the vaccine and scaring the fuck out of people. Like you deserve to get dragged for that. Um, and uh, I just, I mean, like a phone call with the White House should be enough for you. Why do you want to go over there? Like, right you care about your child you've tried to say after you hadn't mentioned papa bear that's what she calls him which is cute after you mentioned papa bear like and that you didn't want to put him at risk okay then so you don't need to go sit down at the white house you don't need to get on a plane or a jet or whatever and go fly over there just to sit down with fauci or biden or whatever just get on the phone listen to an expert don't go on googles and look for confirmation bias to your own bullshit and like open your right. mind to learning something like people it's not it's not that hard um and stop like yeah. impress like poisoning the minds of impressionable ass children with your fanciful fairy tales of their balls shriveling or enlarging <laughs> something Jeez. yeah and it makes trinidad and the rest of the caribbean diaspora look hella bad because I know there's some people in the Caribbean that are anti-vax, uh, that are, the vaccine will give me a fat tire or something like that. So, <laughs> and oh. yes, I want to go, maybe go back to Barbados and do uh carnival hmm. or go dance in the sexy costume once I get a flatter stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it now, Belmars. No need a flat. Yeah, stomach. but it's not season yet. Season is over. It's usually between like June and September. Well, yeah well you'll you'll look good no matter what shape your body is in for june september season yeah so i wouldn't mind going there and shaking my stuff once we have the once it's safe to go out so so yeah i need you to do better Nicki minaj um and do we have anything else honestly those are the two only like major things i wanted to talk about i mean besides like boosie's obsession oh yeah that's right so and this is like still kind of relevant because like it's interesting. Um, so if you've been paying any attention, Boosie badass won't shut his fucking mouth about <laughs> about making Louisiana look bad. He's making right like all the black people are just doing the most. Um, he uh, if you have been paying attention, Boosie badass has literally been going on a rant since Little Nas X became big, honestly um well really more like since montero like he came out with call me by your name because that that video was very sexually explicit like let's be clear um uh, well yeah. not graphic but you know it was sexually permissive yeah like he uh, uh dances on top of satan because i know he got a lot of shit for like oh a lot of christians say oh how can you glamorize insane to look like that i mean he killed Satan at the end of music video. that's what i'm saying like just because he wanted to get some before he killed satan doesn't mean anything anyway um so like boozy badass has basically been riding this man's dick not literally um since he since he came out with call me by your name um i he recently well, not recently, it was before this last, because before the VMAs, he had a performance in which he kissed one of his background dancers and yeah. on camera. Um, 
It looked very good. I was like, ooh, he's having a good time. Um, and instead of just minding his own fucking business and moving on with his life and not watching Little Nas X, because he clearly has distaste for him, he decided to get on his platform, which I'm not sure why Mark Zuckerberger gave back to him. He should have just <laughs> kept it. Like, he should have just been like, oh, block this man for the rest of his life. But I, I digress. Um, he got on his platform and he complains about the fact that, you know, oh, Nas is always doing this gay shit. He shouldn't be doing that on television. Um, and then I think like it was bad for kids to see such on so on and so forth. Um, and I think he likened it to the fact. And I think what's that man's name that I hate? I can't stand him. Um, uh, and he uses big ass words all the time to try to make himself look smarter, but he's not smart. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. I knew there was a T in there somewhere. God, I can't stand him. That's how much I hated that man. I just don't want to remember his name. Um, he tried to get on there and liken it to the fact that um, Little Nas X, like basically kissing a man on camera, uh, was the same as like someone being like he should have kept it to himself was the same as homophobia or something like something yeah i think he was saying something along the lines of like okay it's okay that little nas um express his homo be homosexual but it's not okay for us to be anti-homophobic thinking yes motherfucker i mean he was one days are just trying to live and Uh you're just trying to say i'm against your existence exactly yeah so they tried to they tried to make those parallels and i'm like those are not two of the same things like you're being a bigot and he's just trying to live his life those are not those are not similar and so um interestingly enough um the vmas happened this past weekend and normani has a song out with um cardi b cardi b called wild side and during her performance, she does a lot of like, like very like on the VMA, she did a lot of sex and dancing in Janet Jackson and Tiana Taylor's face. She shoved her pussy right in their face and it was great. <laughs> um, and yet I have heard absolutely nothing from Boosie about homophobic, homo- homophobia whatsoever. Like there was no comment about how that was inappropriate because let's compare the two, okay? Lil Nas X is over here kissing a man on camera. Normani shoved her pussy in someone's face. Where's like the (laughs) outrage? Not not that it would be acceptable if you were outraged at her either, but like I don't hear you getting on the phone, getting on your platform, getting on Instagram live and saying, uh, how dare she? No, you want someone to shove their pussy lips on camera so you can give them a thousand dollars. So you're probably okay with the fact that Normani <laughs> went to shove her damn clit in somebody's mouth on stage. Yeah, because I guess the arguments say, oh, well, boys don't know better when you show them homophobia to be confused, but girls are fine. I'm thinking, I really hate that double standard shit. Bruh. I've never heard that before. Who says that? Like, I mean, I remember someone called um like Boosie out, like, hey, Boosie, what about these two women? Aren't these inappropriate? Because, you know, this is a very sexually charged because he said kissing a man's kind of like suck, like a man sucking a man's dick. So like Tia, uh, Normani, like being all flashy, isn't this bad? And a lot of people, I forgot who said it, was on her case and thinking it's a difference because, you know, boys and girls. No, y'all are y'all are making shit up. So um, my question to you is, um, as far as yay or nay is concerned, like, do you think that we should go to one extreme or the other? So it's like in a in a world to shut these people up, 
Should it just be like, no one is allowed to do anything even remotely sexually explicit, like straight or not, or everybody should just do whatever the fuck they want on stage. (laughs) I think it is. Everyone should do what the fuck they want. And I think it's something called parenting. Like if you don't want your kids to see this, just cover their goddamn eyes. Like I understand it's hard being a parent. You can't always control, but I'm thinking, okay, maybe not watch the BMAs this year if it's like so sexually charged because Britney's, well, Madonna kisses woman on stage and That's everyone right. didn't complain. Or maybe they did. I'm not sure because I was hella young at the time. So I don't know about the outrage. Social media wasn't a thing. Exactly. So I do think everyone should probably do the fuck they want. I'm thinking viewer discretion is a vibe for like a warning label. Thinking if you don't like it, whatever. And I'm just thinking Boots is really a hypocrite because he talks about sexually charged stuff all the time. He even says, oh, I got my son broken into getting like a fine bitch to suck his dick. I'm thinking your son is like 12. I'm thinking, and yes, I believe that a child, if it's a child, anyone under that age should not be having sex with someone older. That is rape. I mean, if it's between two teenagers, that's one thing, but a man forcing that on his child, that's rape. And I understand that, you know, how toxic masculinity is in like the hip hop community and rap. Because I know a lot of people would had a lot of hoopla over WAP, including Snoop Dogg said, yeah, that stuff is inappropriate. I'm thinking you wrote an album called Doggy Style in the 90s. And most of your lyrics are very sexually charged. Boosie's lyrics are very sexually charged. And T.I.'s music is also very sexually charged. And I'm guessing it's that toxic mindset of like, the boys can do what they want, but girls need to protect them. You expect their hymen. So I'm thinking the fact that your boys get a free pass, but a woman isn't, I think that's damaging to young girls than like seeing pussy in the face or a gay man kissing someone. So I'm just thinking, get over your homophobia. I mean, you need to learn that, yeah, the world is changing. There are gay people out there. They don't have to be closeted like Luther Vandross or any other people. So, and hip hop community is also evolving between like more women are speaking about their experience. Like, yes, I like sex. I do like this. So I'm putting your face, whether you like it or not. So, and thinking on, I love with Nas X because, you know, he is, well, Nicki Minaj stan, he's gay. And he's very open about that. I mean, ever since Old Town Road, he admitted that he was gay. Yeah. So, and he's been honest. And I don't think, and I think that's great because controversy creates clicks, which makes him more famous. So the more you talk about him, the more money you're giving him. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, he like, does outrageous shit, but I know it gets people's gimme because he's a troll. I masked a kid of the internet and he's very good at trolling. <laughs> he's so, he's the best troll. Like, honestly, like no one, like no one can out troll little Nas X. <laughs> like it doesn't happen. Um, But it's just like, I mean, it's the, it's the obvious like double standard for me, like you said. And it's just like, it's like, y'all will be so cool. Like men, are so fucking weird women are weird about it too but like men are so fucking weird where they'll be like oh my god two boys kissing oh my god no 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 but when two girls even like so much as like touch each other they're like oh yes get it on take your top (laughs) off and it's just all like so you're cool with lesbians but the minute like um, a man like decides to kiss another man you're like oh no not that gay shit like what the fuck like i need y'all to just mind your own fucking business honestly that's the end of that like just like if you don't want to see little it, little Nas X they tell you on the screen oh little Nas X is coming up next don't watch it turn it off like and then come back 
after like what 15 minutes or so another performer will be on like I just don't yeah I don't understand y'all like you're over here like I and I hate we've talked about this before but they're like what about the kids like bitch you don't give a fuck about your kids we just said that we just talked about that look Boosie feeds his kids honey buns topped with cinnamon toast crunch and fucking marshmallows as a breakfast okay you don't give a fuck about your kids okay you're over here you honestly should be locked up I mean not that you already haven't let's be real but you should be locked up you should not be a parent to your children like whatsoever don't talk to me about child care you don't know shit okay right a man had to threaten to box you in your mouth so that you would shut the fuck up about being a homophobe and you still learn nothing so i need i need him to come back i need mike tyson to come back and box you in your ears until your brain is working again so that you can stop yes and i know a lot of people hate mike tyson but i gotta say even though mike tyson did went to jail for he did his time and he's reformed that's right mike tyson is not the greatest person in the world but sometimes it takes a hard ass naker that went to jail to like set another idiot straight okay just box that man in the head a couple times maybe he'll gain some brain cells or he'll lose the stupid ones that he has and he'll start thinking straight like he wants right. to claim that he is or he'll admit he likes men because he can't stop getting off little Nas X's dick and go ride <laughs> one for once Jesus get laid you asshole <laughs> 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 okay speaking of industry babies let's move on to the main topic um if some of you don't know I'm here to remind you in an hour <laughs> central standard time anyway um the emmys are taking place the primetime ones uh side note did you know there are five different emmys i thought there were only two really (laughs) there are five what are the five emmys there is a primetime emmys which are taking place tonight the daytime emmys which i believe already took place uh the sport emmys which i didn't know was a thing the international emmys um which i also didn't know was a thing and um missing one i'm missing one and i'm I'm sorry my internet won't come back up so i can't remember what it is on the top of my head but yeah there are five different emmys um and that's too many um (laughs) (laughs) but the emmys are tonight um and uh we're gonna talk about award shows and like the reception to them so far um in honor of the Emmys. So um, let's just start by kind of going over what the major, I guess, oh, here, it brought it back up. There's news and documentary Emmys. No. Oh, yeah. There's also engineering Emmys and regional Emmys. I lied, there's not five, there's like seven. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's too many Emmys, there's regional Emmys. I just, there's too many. Um, So, of course, since we're talking about the Emmys, the Emmys are for television. Um, they are for what goes on the broadcasting networks, including streaming services now. Um, and they're typically, I don't know how they're, um, I don't know when they, they take place during different times. Like this one, of course, is taking place in September. I don't know like um, when they decide what dates which go on but um 
all you really care about is the primetime Emmys. Let's be clear. Everybody only cares about primetime Emmys. Um, I also don't understand how they award. Like, so I looked on the Emmys website because I was like, oh, let me see, like, who's nominated for what, right? And so I looked on the Emmy nominations website and some of them have already been awarded. Now, noted, it's for all of the stuff people probably don't care about. Right. So like cinematography, costume, like all of that shit. So some of them have already been awarded, like host of like a, like a, a whatchamacallit like a, like a show or whatever. Um, so all the actors and stuff are going to be tonight. Um, but uh, they... <laughs> This is the 73rd Emmys, y'all. The Emmys have been apparently taking place since 1950. Um, yeah. I know, damn, girl. Like, this is 73rd Emmys, y'all. Um, so, um, our major, okay, yes, major award ceremonies. The Emmys is for TV. The Oscars okay. is for movies. Um, the Tonys are for Broadway musicals in place um and then the grammys are for music um that's why people call it the egot yeah oscar tony um and i think recently actually uh jennifer hudson uh has an has an ego like she has oh yeah yes like so she's only a tony away from being an egot and i think she's the first black woman is she the first black woman to have an EGOT? Will she be- no, because Whoopi Goldberg has an EGOT. Well, maybe it's the first black woman in so many years. That's probably what it is. Yeah, because I think I'm, I think also Viola Davis might have an EGOT because oh, I remember she I remember it was a YouTube video actually on Instagram was talking about how she got an EGOT and that she's been along as long as Meryl Streep, but she's not getting paid as much as Meryl Streep. That's not surprising to anyone whatsoever because haha, we don't get paid as much. Um, um, so those are the major ones. Um, but like, so I was thinking about this topic and I was thinking about how over the last like couple of years, I want to say five or so, um, uh, the viewership for award ceremonies has been stupid low. <laughs> And by like stupid low, I mean like when I looked at a graph, I'm gonna have to like pull it up again, but I remember like the figure sort of, I looked at a graph and since the highest viewership has ever been for all three award shows is between like 40 to 50 million. And that was around a 2000. So that was the highest um, viewership. Oh, wait, never mind. I have to do what's correct. Viola Davis isn't an EGOT winner. She's a Grammy away. Oh, she's a Grammy away. Okay, yes, girl, get your Grammy. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, the award shows, uh, the highest peak that they've ever had is like 50 million viewers. Um, well, well, the Emmys have had about 40 million viewers. That's their top. They've been the lowest major award show, like viewership right. at like only like 40, but like the Grammys and the Oscars have had 50 million and they've gone all the way down to, I think they said, Last year, the Oscars only did about 10 million um, viewers. And then, um, but it had been on a steady decline according to this, like, so this wasn't just pandemic related, like, yeah. which you would think wouldn't make sense anyway, because people are at home. So all they have, to, they all they got to do is watch TV. You know what I'm saying? All like, right. 
So that wasn't it. It was on a steady decline, I think, because of, you know, um, people are, and that's, and that's the question, right? Why was it on a steady decline, right? Why are people, why were people deciding that they didn't want to watch award ceremonies? And I want to say that because it peaked in 2000 and has been declining, I think one of the major reasons is probably because people have too much intimate access to celebrities anyway, because of social media. So people like will form if y'all don't know this word, uh, sorry, a parasocial relationships in which you are not actually, you don't actually know a person, but in their head, they're your friend. That's like the layman's term of parasocial. Um, like people will form parasocial relationships with celebrities, which, which is why they have the audacity to get on, you know, Nicki Minaj's Twitter and be like, girl, you dumb. Okay. Like, (laughs) like that's your friend. Like, girl, you stupid. Um, but like, it's the internet. So people feel extra bold. Right, exactly. They're behind a keyboard. They don't have to show their face and people will, won't find them as easily. But um, yeah, so I, I feel like part of the reason is because of social media and because they have such a close parallel social relationship. But on the flip side of that, I'm asking myself, but what about stan culture? So yeah. if you don't know the word stands, I don't know how you could not if you've been listening to this podcast at all. But stan <laughs> culture is essentially, I think this term was coined by Eminem. Yeah, it was a song called Stan, and Stan was a super duper like Eminem fan to the point that he killed his girl, his pregnant girlfriend, or the fact that Eminem won't talk to him. Yeah, so dark. <laughs> but yeah, good song. But uh, yeah, that's where the Stan originated from. So a super fan, right? Um, so uh, stands are essentially someone who are super fans, and so I'm thinking to myself. But if uh, Stan, like if viewership is going down because of social media, then what about stands? Because you would think that, again, I'm just going to, I'm take like Beyonce and BTS, like as just an example, right. because I like those two people, those two groups of people, right? So it's just <laughs> right. like Bayhive. Well, I mean, you can't even entirely do Beyonce because Beyonce don't be showing up to the award show. She's be like, nah. yeah, but you know, but like, We'll just take BTS because they'll go to award shows. So like if stands know that like BTS is going to be an award show, they're going to find any way, which way or form to watch BTS at an award show regard. Right. Okay. So it's just kind of like, well, where does this discrepancy come from? Does it mean stand culture is not as powerful as we thought and think it is, even though they've managed to ruin political careers sometimes (laughs) or... Is it because, like, is it just that there aren't as many stands as we think there are? Like, what is the, like, I'm, the, that was like one of my first questions that I had. I was like, mm. I think because with stand culture, since you have that para, um, I guess, uh, what do you call it? Para social. Yeah, that parasocial relationship with celebrities um, that you get to like interact with them so you don't have to see them just at award shows. That's true. So you, because I know like Little Nas X, he got it from Stan Coulter because his song Old Time Wrong got hella popular on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So now we realize you don't always need to go to the award show to like make your career. So you don't need that Emmy or Grammy to like stand out. I mean, it's nice. Right. And I think sometimes whoever's in charge of the Emmys may be out of touch of what I guess the younger crowd may want. So you have that para, uh, well, that 
parasocial relationship so I can just go on TikTok or Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter to see what my fave is doing. I'll buy like, wow, I love my fave. She's in this commercial. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to, or go to McDonald's and get that sweetie meal. And so there, so Stan culture may not care as much. So I think also it's a general whole term with like people not watching television. Like, I want to say maybe like a year or two years ago, my family got rid of cable. So we watched mostly on YouTube TV, or if I miss my show, okay, I don't have to rush back home to watch it. Maybe 24 hours can watch it on demand. So I think maybe they'll probably watch it on the highlights of the award show, let's say on social media. So it's on my time and not on whatever, whoever the hell runs those times time, well, run those industries time the I guess the institution that runs it. So I think with Stan culture, you don't always need those awards. It's nice, but I think it's not like make or break because there's like several, I guess, successful people like influencers uh, who are not being represented. Like, oh, this person, like I listen to podcasts. I don't think like the Emmys will be great if we have like podcasts. Dominate us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that would have podcasts because you know a lot of people listen to podcasts there's a podcast boom but then everyone and their mama has a podcast exactly. so it would be nice to probably be represented in different types of eras there so I think with stand culture it's not always like representing like everything that people listen to like I still watch tv like one of my favorite series now that now back on air is Aquafina is Northern Queens mm-hmm. that show is hilarious I think she should get all the awards and I need to watch Reservation Dogs too. It's about Native American, uh, Native population in Oklahoma, and it's a great show. I'm just like pimping out. So, yeah, I just think they're probably like out of touch with like stand, like how stands are, and I guess what they consider a good show. So, do you think that? Which I agree. I I think I now the Adam ruins everything like show that covered Hollywood is a little out of touch. Because I think that, well, not out of touch, it's a little out of date. Because I think yeah. that he filmed that sh- that that show in like, what, 2018? Like that episode yeah. 2018 or something like that. So it's, it, it, you know, things change or whatever. But from what I understand from what he said, most of the people on the panel are affluent, um, middle-aged, probably white men, right? Like, and so- And Jewish so I'm guessing that goes into another Jewish conspiracy, which I'm not here for. I'm not here for the bigotry against Jewish people, but right. they just happen to be Jewish. They just happen to be Jewish. And so like, um, and he talked about how a lot of the times, like, you know, people get into award shows or they get the nominations because studios will bribe the fuck out of these people. Like, they'll just be all like, yeah. oh my God, yes, I'm taking you to dinner. Here's a basket. Here's a car. Please nominate my, my person. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just, it. I mean, so I think, it, I think you have a point in saying like they, I, they do need to cater to probably a younger audience. Um, and I, and even with this, um, this was on CNBC, this chart that I'm looking at, um, mm-hmm. uh, even they admit that like these don't take into account for like streaming services. So right. like viewership. So the views could be slightly higher, but um, it's just not showing. But I think the, the point though, is that like people aren't watching award shows. And one of the things that they cite is that like, 
people feel like celebrities. In fact, this actually also came up for the Met Gala because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez went she wore dresses actually kind of cute it said tax the rich and i was like yes bitch um (laughs) but she went to the med gala there was a lot of um conservative pundits who complained because they were like why did santa go to the med gala yeah um and so i think a lot of people feel like celebrities will take the time to like kind of get on a platform and be all like so today i'm gonna talk about how the police are the worst fuck the police right you know um (laughs) in their speeches or whatever. Um, and so they cite that as a decline. Do you feel like that has something to do with it or? Yeah, I forgot who, yeah, I think with the Met Gala tax the rich cause she said, uh, point out that, you know, everyone gets invitations, either your celebrity, fashion, uh, athlete, or probably like, or someone of politics, because, you know, they always give, like, Mayor Bill de Blasio was also invited there because, you know, that's uh, uh, AOC's district. So, of course, she's going to be going there because that's a cultural event that's for her district. So she got there. But I remember someone else, I forgot who it was, I think she was a model, uh, said that she's probably not going to go to the Met Gala again because outside there's a lot of people who are protesting Bill de Blasio being there. There were Black Lives Matter activists. And they said, okay, so we're here for the Met Gala raising money for, like, like Black Lives Matter and different types of events. But then at the same time, you have like police pushing these protesters away. So I'm guessing there is kind of like a disconnect or a cognitive dissonance between them. Like we want to like help people. And I guess the Met Gala is good because you get all these celebrities to raise money for the Met Gala for that um, museum that they're going to. And with that museum, it keeps it free for everyone to come in. So celebrities pay big bucks and like dress fucking weird and shit. And some of them are actually pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> I but mean, little Nas X looks so cool. He was. He had three different outfits and I was like, slay, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come and they pay. So it's free for everyone to enjoy that museum. Where also at the same time, you're raising for all these purposes that you stand for. But then you also the people that you're representing like, oh, we're here to help poor people get that homeless guy away from us. But <laughs> let's care about the poor. Fuck that homeless man. So I guess it's kind of like a dissonance. So I forgot who, what celebrity was. So yeah, that dissonance for her is like the reason why she wouldn't come. So I think there can be a disconnect mm-hmm. between like people who are hella rich and then people and then what they're serving for. So I guess for that purpose of raising charity, make sure the museum is free, it's great. But then I'm guessing also it's hurting the people you're supposed to be helping. So hopefully they might check that dissonance and i know a lot of people complain about certain celebrities not coming mm-hmm. um because i know like they ha- a lot of people had a big hoopla for addison ray to be there because you know she's a big tiktok uh dancer right. even though she technically didn't make any of the dances i mean she's been pretty quiet since black people were boycotting it so but i guess it's probably their attempt to like get younger people coming in because you know a lot of young people love tiktok indeed um yeah, I know. I re- I saw her too, and I was like, "Well, she just recently had that movie Addison Ray come out that was like a remake of what is it? She's all that. Yeah, She's all that. Yeah, something like that. Freaking weird. I saw like somebody do a review of it, and because that's the only way I would have watched it, they did like a review of the movie, and I was like, "What is this shit?" Um, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, no, I, what was I going to say? I was going to talk about because of social media and because of the fact that like um, people are so close to celebrities now with these parasocial relationships that it could also be all like, maybe people like, I feel like people like celebrities a lot less now than they did back then. Like purely because they have a place where they can air out their weird ass thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) And they yeah. do so just freely and forever, like just uh, uh, and I'm like, we're like, oh no. Like, for instance, when we did that whole rant a couple weeks ago about how white people should have kept the fact that they was nasty and unclean to themselves, that they don't bathe. <laughs> I just I was all like, bro, this is why I don't put celebrities on a pedestal. Cause then y'all tell me something about how I only bathe when I sweat, which is when I only sweat on Tuesdays. I was like, no, I don't want that. I want that in my life. I didn't need to know that about you. I'm just saying. So there's right. no air, there's no air of like maybe it's the fact that there's no air of mystique, like there's no mysteriousness to celebrities yeah. anymore. It's like we don't that people don't feel the need to like like go into every like you know award ceremony or like movie or whatever. Um because I already get them like 24 seven because I follow them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, unless you're Beyonce, which I really respect because I think after a certain point, Beyonce's not doing any interviews and she's not crazy. She's not active on Twitter. I don't think Beyonce even has a Twitter, uh, but she does have an Instagram. So she doesn't even put all her information out there or even beef with everyone. So like Meg the Stallion says, like any person that's beefing with me is beefing by themselves. Yeah. So, and kind of have that attitude of like, I'm not going to fight people. So I'm thinking if you're good, like Beyonce, uh, you probably curate your image perfectly, but I'm guessing a lot of them, I, some people just need to take their phone away. I guess with the celebrities that's like, I don't babe or Terry Crews. Cause a lot of people clown him. He said the good thing about not being invited to the cook black people's cookout not drinking the kool-aid one i'm not sure what type of black cookie you have we have soda and water i mean unless your cousin's cheap then you get like dr thunder but that shit still slaps that's right and it's still good even if it's off brand as fuck <laughs> yeah. sometimes off brands better than name brands some things some things not all things some yeah things. but yes um I mean, and so like, I think one of the things that they cited in this article was that one of um, one of them was that um, there were too many award shows now. So yeah, because there's, you know, there's the Oscars, Emmys, Grammys, and the Envy. Uh, MTV and the NAACP awards and then people make their own awards and then if you go internationally like and I know France has their own awards so yeah I do agree there's so many awards yeah there's there's a lot of awards and so people are like um so yeah this lists out them like the golden globes the video music awards the billboard music awards the country music awards the BET awards people choice awards the critic choice awards they forgot some some on here like i'm pretty sure one oh there's like a iheart radio awards now like there's there's too many awards and so like cp awards that's what i'm saying and so it's just kind of like maybe like is it the idea that people don't find merit in these anymore because they're like it's oversaturated much how i feel um everything else is oversaturated now like music and television and all of the entertainment industry in general um 
So yeah, people- I do think it is kind of oversaturated because there's more than just one media you can go to because, you know, there's televisions, there's web series, there's TikToks, there's podcasts, there's video games. I'm surprised it's not an award ceremony for video games. Uh, there might be one out there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, and then there's also nerd choices. So, and then books and everything. And then there's different between radios and podcasts and public radio and then journalism. So I think it is so oversaturated. And I guess the, I guess the traditional definitions of what is considered media is probably not overraking. Like, oh, we want traditional stuff and Netflix. And I think now they're talking about, okay, we should probably include like streaming services because a lot of streaming services are like, let's say if I want Handmaid's Tale, I need to have Hulu. So I think it's kind of like everything's just so oversaturated now. So like we used to have cable, but then I'm thinking, okay, I can just get things on Netflix. Oh, but then I need this streaming services. Like I know personally with my family share like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, uh, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Discovery Plus, and yeah, probably even more than that. I mean, I love to get like um, shit at this point, so many streaming services. So yeah, the, I think the terms of media is oversaturated. And I think also it's not keeping up because I think, especially with the award shows, it's not always a uh actors tickets for fame because i can name like a couple um, actors on top top of my head that are financial successes but never got a war like dwayne the rock johnson i mean i remember him since his wwf days Mm -hmm. so he's a universally loved figure he makes money and i'm guessing a lot of people don't consider a lot of the summer blockbusters like superhero movies real art even though i can probably make an argument against that Oh, please. Listen, Black Panther is the best movie. <laughs> I like I am so hard to get on rewatchability. I'll watch a movie once and be like, I don't have to watch that ever again. I'm good. But like Black Panther, I'm like, ooh, at least like once every few months. I'm like, I need to watch Black Panther again. <laughs> so, and the soundtrack's so good. So is I also watched Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. a couple times and I <sighs> play the soundtrack, Sunflower, and just think, what's up, danger? Listen. Okay. It's yeah, such so. a good, it's so good. You see what happens when you let black people do things? We make art. Like just and that's yeah. like that's also one of the things. So, like in in combination with kind of your point about um is there any like merit to these award shows because so I think that's also an issue for fans especially like is there any merit to these award shows when you don't if you don't think that the person that you're rooting for is gonna win right so as we've seen in the past for like the past pretty much like 10 years or more honestly more than that but like it's become it's in like the 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 atmosphere like Oscar so white um And all the all these other hashtags of like basically, I mean, Adele said it when she won record of the year. This is for Beyonce. Like this should have been for Beyonce. So it's like there's a lot of like conversation around like, oh, why would I like you know the nominees are mostly white or you'll you'll only like the Oscars will only nominate some slave movie or something that has to do with like civil rights because here's your black or black pay movies as I like to call them 
let's write black trauma movies or whatever um the emmys will like now i will say the emmys have been a little bit better than the oscars but yeah. not by much um i was looking <laughs> i was looking at the shows that were actually nominated this year and they've got some good ones pose has been nominated obviously um uh what's the one oh lovecraft country um no. I uh, RuPaul's Drag Race has been nominated for the umpty time nailed it um there's another black show that I'm completely missing I just need to go back to the nominees but there's like a lot of um there's been a blackish um who else has been nominated but it's still majority white like the majority of the people who are on ballots to win are still majority white right um and then of course with the Grammys they've notoriously we talked about this earlier kind of just only kept black people and like people of color to these spaces that are not you know larger categories like record of the year um album of the year year. Mm -hmm. and then like pop like there's rarely ever a black person if at all in pop or like any of those other genres they're usually only in r&b and hip-hop and like stuff like that notory like categorically black things right so i i think like i don't know do you think there's any merit to people saying i'm not gonna watch because do you think like some people are thinking like oh you're you're not gonna give the person that i stand or that i root for an award anyway yeah because i remember watching this youtuber called the groove and he made a video called beyonce's problem with the grammys Uh um which goes over a lot lot of what you said because it talks about her career when she first won Grammys and that she always won like black coded categories so like best uh R&B album R&B artist uh hip-hop rap and it's almost like for like all the way to like the 2000s and 2010s it's like she almost always win those black coded categories and say oh we're gonna make a new category called urban category so <laughs> and I even weakened the plane said okay I didn't win this even though uh if you look at let's say the big categories like album of the year only 10 black people have ever won like that big category and yeah. only three of them have been black women and none of the times have been Beyonce I think it was Lauren Hill uh-huh. Whitney Houston I forgot the other black Natalie Cool. Natalie Cole. Yeah, Natalie Cole. Those three Black women out of all those. I mean, yeah, there's like Stephen Wonder, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. a couple other times. So, and it's like many times you just win those, I guess, quote unquote, like urban categories, R&B, rap, hip hop. was like, okay, it's no surprise that they'll win. And I think it's so frustrating for Beyonce. And I think also a little bit of Lil Nas X when she, for her album Lemonade, was I think one of her best albums yes. out there where she did go into different um, categories of music, like her country song on Lemonade was great. <laughs> I mean, because I occasionally listen to country and then a lot of people complain like, oh, why is Beyonce? Because she's not even a country artist. But I think I think of Taylor Swift, who doesn't even fucking do country anymore. Right. Her song Shake It Off ended up number one, the country chart, which makes no sense because that's not even a sense of goddamn country. No, there's no there's no country in that. Like that was a pop song. <laughs> it's like it's so just- i think it's kind of frustrating yeah. no go on yeah. so when you see like say a black artist who does like something that's non i guess traditionally black like no r&b like dip pop uh like weekend 
uh, his song is played fucking everywhere. Like a lot of black artists music is played everywhere. And I guess it's kind of culturally neutral that it's like has a lot of cult, uh, crossover and everyone listens to it regardless of your race. So and I get really frustrating, like, oh, let's give it to Adele. And even Adele said, yeah, that's the better album. And they give it to Taylor Swift. I mean, I love Taylor Swift, but I'm thinking over Beyonce. It, it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, no, it's like when you said that, when you said that about, um, the weekends and like all the, and I, it, it reminded me of when literally Justin Bieber threw a fit cause he wanted to be in the R and B category. And I was like, you're not an R and B, you're a pop girl. Like, why are you, <laughs> why yeah. are you trying to argue? I know Usher mentored you. Listen to me. I know he <laughs> mentored you, but that doesn't automatically make you R and B. I'm so sorry. Like <laughs> you have to have it's rhythm and blues. Okay. You have to have, yeah. have to have rhythm. So, and yeah, there are other, I guess, um, award shows that probably cater like, oh, if you want more black people, there is BT, there is the NAACP Image Awards, or people just make their own awards. And I think kind of similar thing with like Michael Jackson too, with like MTV, and that they did had an award named after him and that that, okay, with all the controversy, like the Neverland documentary, should we take his name off of it? Considering, I mean, if there was no Michael Jackson, there would be no MTV. I mean, fair to that. And like, if there was no Michael Jackson, like half the artists y'all like would not exist. Like, yeah. So, and the fact they just, and they did took a survey of whether or not they should take his name off the award. Most of the people said no, um, but they still took it off anyway. Well, you know, they didn't want that backlash. Um, so I get it. But like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, when you, like for instance at the last grammys chloe and hallie were nominated for i think some obscure ass category i'd never heard of before and like i was sitting there and i was like but why not like r&b duo like why not (laughs) right you know like because that album i don't know if anybody has not listened to chloe and hallie's like album like last album ungodly hour what are you doing with your life it's so good um also listen to chloe's new song have mercy it's so good lord have mercy um okay but um, booty's so big lord have mercy i know it's so it's so good they're so talented oh beyonce did so right by them but like that's what i'm saying like i mean i would I wasn't like raised in like a family where we're like, oh, award shows, like nobody, but like, especially when I started getting older and like I started becoming like, oh, woke as fuck. No, I'm just kidding. I started yeah. becoming more <laughs> consciously aware of like what the fuck was going on in the world around me. Like, I remember I wrote like a opinion piece for my uh, school about the Oscars in 2012 when mm-hmm. literally everybody was white as fuck and that's when the hashtag was trending. Right. Um, and like I asked like you know people for their opinion about like you know the move like movies or whatever and like how they thought and I was like do you feel like media is over and like a black girl was like no and I'm like why hey, but it's not just, I was like, but you know you can't get everybody to agree with your opinion but like I just I feel like yeah why would I watch anything when I know that you're probably not going to give it to the person who actually deserves to have this award like I mean I don't even want to look up the statistics of how many people of color have actually won awards in this place because it's going to be stupid low like it's going to be upsettingly low like so 
I mean, y'all literally just started letting international artists into these major award shows. Yeah, and considering how like universal music is, I mean, I know everyone watched them like when we were kids, everyone fucking loved the Macarena. No idea what it says, even though it's about a girl cheating on her boyfriend with two other people. And then Gondam style, which I think probably like started the whole boom of like K-pop. <laughs> and even uh Papa Yankee, I think his name with Daddy Yankee. Uh, yeah, Daddy Yankee. Mm-hmm. Not Papa Despacito. Yankee, but Daddy Yankee. Mm-hmm. And the Despacito been before that gasolina. Uh-huh. So and it is slow to catch on because I think about how long it was. Cause I think Trevor Noah said it well, like with the Oscars, is that it's a pendulum. One year they do all white. For example, uh, Green Book won, even though the family of the person who wrote Green Book, like the guy in his estate, say that's really a- inaccurate. You're just kind of doing like the whole black people, white people can be friends too thing. Right. And then it's swing over to one side and then Moonlight won. And then I think another year, like a white film won. And then after that, the movie Parasite won, mm-hmm. uh, which is probably one of my favorite movies, like the first time. Uh, a non-English film won best film of the year. I mean, rightfully so, Bong Joon-ho is amazing. Uh, and I know Trump complained about it. So I'm thinking, okay, I had to see this film. Right, like, oh, you know, if the best publicity sometimes is when somebody you hate is like, I hate this film. And you're like, let me go see it to piss you off. Yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't even speak English. I'm thinking fucking read subtitle, bitch. Right, like you can't read? Oh, wait, we already knew that. Um, <laughs> So I'm just saying like, I'm like all of these major award shows have had, which is why, I mean, it's that saying when people are like, if you can't get a seat at the table, create your own table. Right. Right. Like that's what people have had to adapt to do. Um, And so, yeah, I just, I I guess like, those are like the only main reasons I can think of, of, of a decline of like shows. And then at the same time, I think people said like, as far as our generation and then Gen Z, they're like, we're not going to watch traditional television and sit through an hour of commercials when we just yeah. watch it, like you said, on YouTube or on YouTube TV or like the highlights on Twitter or Instagram. Somebody's going to be tweeting about it. Someone's probably tweeting about it right now. Like, and I'm missing yeah. it. Like, I'm just, it's fine, but I can go back and see it. So it's just kind of like, yeah. there's a hashtag. It's Emmys 2021. I'm going to find it. And uh, they're going to show me everything I need to know. So like, I mean, it's just kind of like, but do you think like, so I guess this is the question, right? right? Because I'm going back to like the whole Adam ruins everything. And you talked about this earlier when you said um, there are people who've never won awards, like for Oscars or whatever, who still are like the highest paid, you know, um, actors yeah, actors. and the like box oxfords it said like magnets, Right. And so the question is then why? Because like in that Adam's ruin everything episode, like like we said, they bribe the fuck out of these like, you know, um, judges. So it's just all like, <laughs> sorry, I'm remembering that song from Hairspray where she goes, um, the girls padded their cuffs, but I screwed the judges anyway. Uh, <laughs> I mean, some of that might also be taking place. The guy that I talked to in Los Angeles, I was friends with my friends with my supervisor (laughs) 
like he talked he talked shit about hollywood he was like oh no they're awful it's all sex and desperation and like you do anything like if you need the director and the job and you want to be in this entertainment industry so bad they take full advantage of you and you know you do whatever you can to stay in the business and so that means you'll let people walk all over you if that's what you have to do and so i was just kind of like so with that thought in mind and the fact that they get bribed anyway, I'm like, what is, what is the merit for, you know, actors to even want to be like, like recognized or in these, like, you know, is it just like, I want a award case? Like, I'm like, look at all these trophies I have when like, like people like Will Smith and like, you know, as you said earlier, um, the rock, the Dwayne Johnson. The I'm gonna call him the Rock. The Rock, uh, wrestler. Someone, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is getting paid millions of dollars of that one. So what is the, what is the the point then for them to even want to be nominated? Well, I guess maybe it could be the ego thing because I'm guessing they probably come from the old school Hollywood mindset of like, okay, you need an award to make your career. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm guessing a lot of other people who have the awards may not always get the booking or anything or get that big money out of it. So I'm thinking there's probably less of a point because you're probably satisfied because I'm guessing my, oh, I think maybe most likely the people who make it in Hollywood already have connections in Hollywood. Hmm. Fair. Like Tracy Ellis Ross, the fact that I think her mom is music and fashion icon. I think her father, I think also works in the industry as well. And same thing with Denzel Washington. Well, he has a son uh, who's acting. So I think they probably know the pitfall. And I think it's also kind of sad thinking about it, like the casting, the casting couch didn't went away with like Harvey Weinstein. I think it's important to like call those people out because I'm guessing with so many people like desperate for stardom thinking I'll do anything. I don't care. I'll just want to be famous. And I'm guessing there isn't a shortage of people who want to become famous. So yeah so and I'm thinking probably that old school mindset of like you need those awards to make your career and you have like more to bring to the table because like hey I got an Oscar I'm talented uh put me in more shit I mean I know like Leonardo DiCaprio it didn't really make much of a difference until he finally got it like he had tons of golden globes finally got his Oscar and Revenant even though that's not even his best fucking work in my opinion right I always like because I like like I remember when I first heard about the Leo thing and that he didn't have Oscar and I was like, really? Why not? But then at the end of the day, I didn't feel that bad for him because he's in fucking everything. Like every time I look up, there's a Leo yeah. DiCaprio movie that, that's coming out. And I was just all like, but he getting money. So who cares? Right. Yeah. And that's, I still felt like he got that Oscar and I was like, I mean, good for him. Is he getting a pay raise, even though he probably doesn't need one? Like, like what are they going to offer him more money? Like, I don't, I don't know. But like, I mean, it can't for me. I'm like, it doesn't make sense to my brain that it can't just be for the trophy. Like, is that it? Like, y'all, is that the recognition? Like you just, you just want to be able to say, I have an Oscar. I guess. Yeah, and I guess probably a lot of times, like for marketing, you're thinking Oscar winner, this guy, Emmy winner, that one, Golden Gold winner, that guy, come see this movie. So I think it's probably that. 
um because i know jackie chan for a while got like a lifelong uh chief uh life achievement war for oscar for i guess his work in hollywood uh so i think maybe it could be an ego thing or maybe they may not care maybe it might be like their agent or like mm-hmm. their publicist that thinking it's gonna be great because i'm thinking you can just advertise with that and i'm guessing oh huh this film won an actor or this person won this award so i'm thinking okay this piques my interest a little bit but it's not probably make or break the fact that i might go over and watch it because i think a lot of studios are probably not going towards the american demographic that they probably want chinese money because of course capitalism that's that's the big so they'll probably sell for chinese money like oh we want less black people in china or don't mention gay in china like okay we'll edit this out like how the hell you can do an elton john movie without him mentioning you're gay like i want to play the piano and scene (laughs) right like that's i mean i watched shang chi yesterday half that movie was in uh (laughs) <laughs> Chinese and I was like this is for China they did this for China <laughs> still yeah good. yeah because I know right now with the other I guess Asian films where it does good in America but bombs like the Mu- Muan movie uh the original animated one bombed in China uh Crazy Rich Asians also bombed in China uh so I guess it's kind of different between I guess Asian where like in America we do have like a pan I guess racial identity so like oh if you're Asian doesn't matter if you're Chinese Vietnamese Korean you're Asian that's the type of Asian and then if you're black doesn't matter if you're like Caribbean black African-American or Canadian black you're black one drop will baby so but I guess in like Asia China where they're a little bit more I guess critical of those racial categories thinking oh you're not actually like oh that guy's korean so he's not why is he in crazy rich asian when it takes place in asia right yeah that's a fair point i mean and they as it let's be real why wouldn't they be like because there was a lot of tensions in the east bra that would be like if you went over to if you tried to sell a movie to south korea and you tried to convince them a japanese actor was korean they would be like how dare you (laughs) yeah (laughs) they'd be all like i will shoot you i'm just yeah like oh here's lucy lu she's not korean she's not korean trying to like just i'm just saying like you know they hey and that's their country that's their nationalism so i'm not mad at it but like i mean it's y'all's house so i respect the rules of your house that go inside that's right baby i will not you tell me you say i don't like this movie i say why you said that actor is not vietnamese i say okay that makes sense (laughs) so and i think also like bigger companies may be whore for awards like disney oh because i know they probably like worked hard behind the scenes to get like mandalorian nominated uh Uh, because i know a lot of like because uh, I think they try to get Cara Dune nominated for an Oscar because I know she was she played uh, well not Cara the actress for Cara Dune Gina Carano uh, she had she was fought she was let go from Mandalorian because she had like crazy views because she was very anti-male imbalance anti-vaccine coronavirus oh. and, real, and then a QAnon supporter no. and she poured President Trump and then I think she was told to stop tweeting the crazy shit and then she said, oh, being conservative in America is like being a Jew during World War II. And then she got let go. And now she works for Ben Shapiro now. So, and I think she tried to get not the Disney, I guess, to prove that no hard feeling, tried to get her nominated for an Oscar, no, uh, an Emmy. 
she's not so well i have to see i have to go back through these categories because i can't remember i know that mandalorian got nominated but i can't remember if she got nominated um yeah i don't think she got nominated yeah they're nominated for an outstanding drama series the mandalorian um and then yeah nobody i don't think any actors got nominated for mandalorian actually no just kidding giancarlo got nominated for uh for an outstanding supporting actor so we all win in the end because giancarlo is the best (laughs) and he deserves So I think the bigger companies may are whore for awards. Like we're Disney. We have Disney World, Disneyland, the highest grossing films. <laughs> and we Pixar and everything will buy it all up. Enjoy this musical Mickey Mouse version of The Great Gatsby. <laughs> hey, they're going to adapt whatever they can adapt. Um, but yeah, like I just... Hollywood is wild, bruh. It's wild. I just, I don't know what so to say. So I think, yeah, there is abuse in the industry. And I'm guessing, especially if you're like an actor of color, because I even heard horror stories of like, oh, I'm just trying to get cast. Like, oh, can you go be blacker for me? You know, the neck movement. Because that's what we're looking for in this role. Yeah. Um, urban yeah please be urban like they won't say black they'll say please be could you just be like a little more sassy like <laughs> yeah you go girl you know what i'm saying <laughs> that who talked about that oh nicole buyer talked about that like she has encountered that before like where would she would go out for roles and they would like be basically to be like tell her to be blacker or sassier or whatever and she'd be like like one time she showed up with box braids like to like a a whatchamacallit and they're like oh, yeah and she's like it's just my hair <laughs> <laughs> it's not that what yeah. and I think also same things like Issa Rae with awkward black girl because before she when she was writing that she said she doesn't want anyone to change her vision so she made her own I guess production studio and she and she released it and I think she released it directly to the people mm-hmm. which I love because I remember being a college freshman and watching awkward black girl and her getting her man and being awkward and making friendships and then she continued on to insecure and I think she's executive producer for a black lady sketch show too mm-hmm. so and I'm thinking it's really hard not to compromise your vision like oh how about we make it awkward white girl or maybe just drop the black part and maybe we can get like a light skin actor to play her nah nah no, we all black up in here um yeah no I get it I think that would that's like I mean I think people don't have any like disillusions about Hollywood like if you have a brain and you read like but like (laughs) but like I mean because like especially with the Harvey Weinstein thing like that's like your worst nightmare right because there's no HR on a set right it's not like you can go to some lady in a nicely pressed blouse and suit and skirt and be like hey girl um that director just tried to sexually harass me what can I make a complaint that doesn't happen like you have to just go to a union or something and see if you could just complain that way and and probably will get swept under the rug because what you think you're gonna take on a man in Hollywood I don't think so so, because yeah, I think Lupita Nyong'o wrote um, an op-ed piece for I think the Wall Street, well, 
not Wall Street Journal, but the Washington Post hmm. and about her experience with, uh, with um, Harvey Weinstein. And he told her, okay, I'm gonna take you out for dinner. And she's like, okay, it's a, you know, after thing because a lot of Yale went on, what Yale actors go on to do great things like M'Baku because they were in class together. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and he would say, oh, massage my back and she's like okay it's a little bit weird but we do that in like acting school and you know and I remember with my acting class like yeah you get massage like okay I'm going to take off my pants now I'm thinking I'm leaving like you know if you leave me you're not gonna make it in Hollywood and she did and then you're like oh congratulations on your Oscar how about we fuck right now and it's like no <laughs> no let's see that's your and that's what I'm saying that's your nightmare like you never want that to happen and that's terrible. Um, and people, I'm just saying like people will take advantage of you like that. But I mean, I think it's because people know that about Hollywood, that they have the fact they have celebrities right there in their face. The pandemic has probably made it way worse because celebrities, I feel like have gotten way wilder since they're stuck in their goddamn house. Like they're stuck in their goddamn house for yeah. too long. And so they're like, let me give you all my unfiltered opinions. And it's like, no, girl, I didn't I didn't ask for that. But like, I mean, all of that like mixed together probably did not help. And I feel like I think people are kind of seeing celebrities less through a pedestal like lens and more through like, okay, this is a person and like people are trash and um, celebrities are not that great. They're just people too, but they just happen to be really great at pretending to be other people or they have the voice of a canary or yes or they're great athletes and yeah. I'm thinking yeah so I'm thinking that illusions of like oh they're perfect their life is great and I get to tweet them and they like the same stuff I like and I realized that I guess that as you say that smoke screen of like celebrities kind of just like fading away through the pandemic because I'm guessing a lot of people are hit with like real life and a lot of people say oh yeah we're in the same boat I'm thinking we're not in the same boat we're, in, we're facing the same storm but we're not in the same boat yeah, you're so on like a yeah, like I'm on a dinghy and you're on a whole like fucking like a, like a Super yacht. Yeah, like a, a yacht. Like just no girl. We're so not. they have super yacht money because you know you can go away to your private islands and everyone can get tested for COVID and get experimental treatment. Where of like if I got COVID, I'll probably fucking die. This pre-vaccine. So like I know like. Joe Rogan got like experimental, I guess, um, forgot what the treatment is called, but I guess it's made of um, stem cells that's from aborted fetuses and it makes you heal faster. So that's mostly for like people if they're like really sick or if they have like an organ transplant, stuff like that. So celebrities can get that treatment, but we can't. So I'm guessing that illusions and I guess that distance or those that are just really out of touch thinking... Um, I know Olivia J got like shade during um, the Black Lives Matter protest. Like thinking it's really hard because you know white privilege is real. I'm thinking you benefited from that with your parents. But the college admission scandal, if you guys forgot, I know a lot of shit go on. So, so I guess fun. the illusions of like celebrities being just like that's kind of fading away. I'm guess when you realize where they come from. Yeah. And that remind that reminds me of another thing I forgot that I wanted to I was pissed about that I heard about actually on another podcast. And it was that Akon was it Akon? I think it was Akon. I don't want to like Akon like talk to TMZ like 
um oh yes okay so he was akon akon was like stopped by tmz the other day about michael k williams's passing may he rest in peace um and he decided to get on a soapbox and talk about uh drug abuse and those types of issues and in his bid on like you know drug abuse and like poor people versus rich people he decided to say that rich people have more problems than poor people Mm. which didn't make any fucking sense and also didn't need to be said like you didn't have to say any of that you literally could have just said because they were asking him how he felt about michael k williams he said he was friends with him he said that he was sorry for his passing etc etc you could have even stuck with the drug thing and like you know that you know celebrities will abuse drugs or whatever and that like it's a it's a tough life cool like great we all know that like the y'all but you didn't have to you took it a step too far and you could have stopped right there. You could just put a period, you could have just had a punctuation like, and you did it. And so like, I think it's, it's really like, I don't know what, what money does to people's brains, but like, they really do like are in like this whole other universe in which they're like, Oh my God, my problems are so hard. It's like, girl, what are your problems that you have to pay off your mistress that like you have to like that you maybe like snorted too much cocaine or something or like you smoked too much weed last night and you can't get up in time for that thing that you had going on the next day like what what am I supposed to be sorry for you about you have all the money yeah and I'm guessing I remember listening to another podcast about the you're wrong about uh, when they talk about Princess Diana and they say, you know, fame is probably a form of abuse because you're always in the public eye and you must be perfect. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, and every one of your mistakes is kind of like magnified. Like, oh, Miley Cyrus didn't put on a seatbelt. She should she'd be ashamed. She's a bad model for like young girls mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Like how we mistreated Britney Spears throughout her life and how she was slut shame and like been horrible. So I'm thinking in terms of like, drama in terms like that yeah that's abusive because she's a young girl she made mistakes and like justin timberlake it's not even punished for any of the shit he did like you make justin upset how you should apologize i'm thinking versus how we treat it like justin timberlake like janet jackson got fucked up but justin timberlake just continued to go on his thermal life and i think in terms of like abuse yeah and same thing for like um i can go on how like many people are being mistreated by the media Megan Fox as well, where she talked about, oh, when I was younger, this guy keeps ta- um, sexualizing me. He tried to hit on me when I was 16. And uh, I think the audience were laughing like, ha ha ha, you're just a giant sex pot. I'm just thinking you're just mistreating like so many of these people or you're not holding them, you're also not holding them accountable. Like, yeah, they're celebrities. They're great, but they also be holding accountable, i.e. R. Kelly. Like R. Kelly was able to make music done everything where Aaliyah was punished thinking oh she's a little girl and she's fast but R. Kelly isn't punished so our Aaliyah it took her forever to make her second album one in a million because no one didn't want to work with her because you know she's a fast little girl who sleeps with older men and not like she's a young girl who got taken advantage of so I think in terms of like fame being abused in that way I can understand that's probably like bigger then you know if like if you're at, since everything's on a public stage that's more abusive than if like it was private or she was like at a church or something but even still fame can be a form of abuse and your issues may be multiplied even more um 
but I guess otherwise rich people may not have it. Poor people, I think it's more famous people on extent. Yeah, but rich people having more problems than poor people. Uh, I don't think not because no, a lot of poor people has a lot of money issues mm-hmm. and most of the problems can be solved with money. Right. So an extent, yes, but mostly no. Right. Yeah. So I just, it's a lot. Hollywood is a lot, but I think I, I like, I, I always like, I just wondered about it this weekend. Like when they were like, yeah, the Emmys are coming up. And I was all like, is anybody going to watch it? Cause literally like the views, I think last year were 10 million and less. I feel like they're going to be even worse this year. <laughs> oh so so i think most people just can get the highlights from like twitter social media and not just or whatever news site they go to versus just like sit down and watch it like if i only care about like a couple categories you're not going to sit through the whole like two hour or one hour award show to watch just to watch everything like i don't care about this i don't care about this like ooh, just the major categories i care about so like if you watch the oscars you may not care about best editing or best makeup but you care about like say just the actors yeah fair it you know like it brings up the question so if they're losing viewership clearly they're losing money what what is the alternative to this like what do they do to gain some of that money back well i think it probably involves like research for them like okay uh maybe make things like on facebook or like other streaming services because i think a lot of their sponsors are probably not going to be getting it through i guess commercial breaks since let's say if i'm just watching on twitter that's all i care about so probably find a way to like monetize on like social media um mm-hmm. platforms where people get it um or probably just figure out categories that people honestly care about thinking yeah people still care about traditional media like i still listen to radio i still also watch tv shows etc but then also maybe add some more categories because young people like tiktok like best upcoming tiktok person or something like that Mm -hmm. or like probably find ways to like break it down to different categories because some days I want to learn about more about true crime like best true crime podcast best variety podcast comedy podcasts and other ones so probably make more for like more storms uh forms of media probably get like more I guess a more diverse crowd because the go woke go broke crowd it's not really true because diversity sells so maybe get like more people of color and I think especially for like different uh, minority uh, creators like okay I would love to see like more native creators like on a higher scale so probably like give like nomination to like native people or like other forms of media because I'm thinking does Disney need all those fucking awards the universal needed hell no they don't I mean they're probably bigger than the brand themselves so yeah I would like to see um Cause I feel like maybe the awards are still good for smaller actors, but then like and actresses and like singers and like songwriters and all of that. But like maybe what needs to happen is um, they need to start like you know how like with musicians they get paid by stream. Maybe yeah. like they need to start doing like a pay by stream system. So like however many people stream this, like the award ceremony um then that's how they get paid like that's that's the only thing I can think of right because obviously you're gonna get like cable is dead 
Like, let's just say it. So you might as well just start trying to figure out a way to get these streaming services to kind of partner with you to be able to show you the award ceremony and you get paid that way by however many streams people people do or whatever. So that's it. That's all. Um, but I think that's it. We've exhausted the topic. We've exhausted the topic. Yeah, because I think also the issue with that, I'm thinking like smaller ones may not get as much play because if you're like a big artist you're gonna get hella plays right if you're like a small artist just emerging you may not i think um i think one of the things they have to do with that is like a bundle so you know like how at a concert they'll have an opener or whatever it's a smaller right. artist like so maybe you give somebody like a time slot for when you know, like somebody like a Beyonce or like a Mecca the Stallion is going to perform or something. And then you have the award like right before that. So that way people come on early so that they can be able to like see the performance or something. And then they also catch the award. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's right. you pair it together, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I've get listen, we've given you some advice. You're welcome. Um, that was free. <laughs> was free for you well not totally free because i get paid in advertisements like you get paid in ever but it was free for you you got to listen to it so um okay. <laughs> yeah if anybody wants to make a podcast awards um we're here just feel free to reach out <laughs> we yes. will be more than happy for a nice compensation to come to your awards <laughs> oh internet award for podcasts small emerging women of color for money exactly you know it everyone knows it uh okay we're gonna take a quick break and then figure out what fun thing to do we're back yes we're gonna so we're talking about celebrity crushes past and present i mean both of us uh nikki allen and our nerds so i think majority of our questions been fictitious so like i of course for me severus snape uh gohan from dragon ball z uh teen gohan because i was a kid at the time trunks for a little while future trunks uh rock lee uh let's see also a lot more video games i did have nice i just really love nice because it's kind of like that escapism in it because it's one a very underrated game kind of like fight and in your dreams uh well not so much let's see um but also like fictional guys i mean yeah right now i guess kind of goes off and on like now I'm thinking I'm interested in Tony Cobb. Maybe it might be my hormones and thinking he can get it. <laughs> I mean, for, you know, he's the president of AEW. I mean, I'm just getting back into wrestling and I'm happy that, you know, like wrestling as a whole been fucking toxic as hell, but he's been practically open to hire like women of color to like wrestle and you know no one's had the racist a bunch of stereotypes and and they're doing pretty good unlike wwe uh john david washington's also it's a crush of mine i'm thinking i saw him in black Klansman. thinking this man can get it but mostly it's been fictional guys <laughs> so not like major celebrities that must follow you to the ends of the earth right so fair um i too have had fictitious male crushes the earliest one i can remember is um tuxedo kamisama uh, tuxedo mask 
Mamoru. That's my like, that was like my first fictional crush, I think. Um, I also had a crush on like Danny Phantom. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> and, and um uh I had some weird taste in Minna's I kid when I was a kid. I liked Kiba at one point, but I was going through a really weird time in my like middle school years. And then Gara, which should tell you even more about myself, because like, why did I go from a bully to like a psychopath? Um, but like Oh, I mean, I like white Yagami too, and he's a mass killer. That's what I'm saying. Like, ooh, child, like middle and high school, we had we we're going through it. Like in terms of men we were picking. Oh, um uh let me I feel like those were like the major ones I didn't really I can't think of any more like anime like guys that I was into um and I can't yeah, I was also into ones. like Tai Yang and this was before I guess the boom of like k-pop being mainstream that's right she had wedding dress on her uh on her uh, uh her ipod before like yeah like three different versions of it like the english version the korean version and then i guess another cover with a rap in it too so they do that a lot like eyes nose lips is like that too <laughs> i love that song though but i'm just saying like yeah she had that that song on her ipod before k-pop even migrated its way over here fully like she was like <laughs> wedding dress yeah pretty gotten style which i think before the boom mm-hmm. um yeah those three like first three guys i mentioned are like the only three people i can think of like fictitiously that when I was a kid, I was like, I love them. Um, <laughs> like, like currently, like the last couple of years, they've been real. Okay. <laughs> real people. Um, there's this one, like, I, I can't, maybe he's Malaysian. There's like this fine ass Malaysian model <laughs> that like, I'm like, oh, he fine. Or maybe he's Indonesian. I can't remember. Oh, but I want to lick ice cream off his abs. Leave me alone. And I can't remember his name. Like, I have pictures of him in my phone, but I don't remember his name. But I look at the vacation and I'm like, mm, delicious. Um, there's also- I think it's more thirst culture than celebrity crush. <laughs> I know, honestly, it really is. Um, yes, Jordan- we should have probably have a thirst episode thinking, I want this man to sit me on his lap and also take me on the stove as he talked to me about Bitcoin. That's right. I want to sit on this man's face. <laughs> okay. Um, who else? Oh, Jordan Calloway. I just pulled him up. He was on, he's on Black Lightning. He's fine. Um, <laughs> so fine. Uh, and then um let me think about it. Tiana Taylor. Everyone Ooh. should have a crush on her. God, like she's so good looking. Fuck. Yes, I'm like, she has those killer abs. Uh, ah. well, Carrie Washington has always been beautiful and also Gabrielle Union. Oh my God. She has the dimples like me and the lovely chocolate skin. I wish I can have her skin routine. Girl, same. I love Gabrielle Union. And even though, even though Angela Bassett is too old for my ass, they recently did a Madame Tussauds wax figure of her and she posed next to it. And I'm like, what's the difference? Like they're, <laughs> they're both the same. She's so good looking. Oh, so is Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, yes. Just most black women, most black celebrity with female celebrities. Oh. And then there's also another like black actor. Uh, he played a Lupin. It's Omar Sy. Uh, 
Omar C. I mean, to me, he almost reminds me a little bit of an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking kind of from certain angles, but otherwise I'm thinking, okay, sweet. It makes me want to learn French. Right. I learned French for you. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? <laughs> oh my god picture of omar c yes and then um very chocolate beautiful man oh he is get him out of my face he's so good looking <laughs> anyway um and then um obviously i like routinely just switch through the bts members depending on how like what my how i feel like whatever day i'm feeling it i'm like yeah i mean i might have to fight my niece on bts because she thinks they're hot too i'm thinking girl me too Listen, what I'm saying. I'm like, one day I'll be like, Taehung. And then the next day I'll be like, but not June though. <laughs> 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 I just, it's a fun time. Um, yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty much it. Like, like I said, though, like, I'm never like, oh my God, I have to follow everything they do. Like, I'm just, even like my love for the people I just said, I'm just kind of like, Mer. like, I love, I also love what's the man's name who plays in Baku. I love him too. Oh, Winston Duke. Yeah. Winston Duke. I love the fuck out of Winston Duke. Um, but I don't follow them like religiously or anything. I'll just be like, I'll love you from afar. Oh, I support you. Yeah, like, not like obsession. He tweeted. He likes. <laughs> 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 okay so now we're gonna play a really fun quiz uh but let us know in i'm gonna post this clip up let us know who your uh crushes are fictitious or otherwise (laughs) there's no shame here there's no shame on this podcast yes there's we won't yuck your yum that's right we never do that uh if you like it i love it for you unless they're like a pedophile or like a weird like and then i'm gonna be like "Mm, i don't like it but like (laughs) problematic yeah i'm thinking if you i mean I don't think any dudes high and hot enough that can overlook their views. So mm-hmm. uh, they can't. Like, oh, you're transphobic. Okay, I'll well die for you. Exactly. Like move aside. You can go that way. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, tell us who your who your crushes are in the comments. And now we're gonna play a fun little game. Um, I'm gonna share my screen. Um, even though Belmars has it in front of her, but it's okay. Um, just in case I post this on on the the Instagrams. Um, yeah. So we're gonna plan a night at the Oscars and then oh, I'm gonna we're gonna figure out what award we're gonna get. <laughs> Hi. All right, let's see. What am I gonna yeah. wear? What are we what are you wearing, Belmars? <laughs> I mean, I like the green dress because I also like the shawl around it. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably be uh, dramatic with the photos and thinking pose for us. Swah. <laughs> I is it weird that like I I actually kind of hate all three of these dresses. I kind of like this green tux. I'm gonna pick this green. I mean, tux. yeah, like Zendaya. Yes, I want to be a Zendi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we have to pick shoes. Which shoes are you picking, Belmars? Um, I do like the one the platform shoes because you know I'm only five four. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I trip, it's probably gonna be the most funniest thing at the Oscar. <laughs> You can just play it off. I mean, like, uh, like what's her face did that one time? Um, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer uh, Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, when she just trips and she's like, "Oh, I'm so relatable and funny." <laughs> and then she just walks yeah, away. I'll probably just do the super high shoes. 
I'm going to do the ones that are like an ombre pattern because I like them. Um, who's interviewing me on the red carpet? Ryan Seacrest, Michael Strahan, another celebrity, just a paparazzi, a fan, or hopefully no one. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably just say a fan, like, oh my God, I love you, whatever you do, thank you, thank you, was posed for Instagram and then they love it for life. So I'm going to say a fan. I think the, I think I'll go with Michael Strahan. I like Michael Strahan. Okay. Not bad. Um, who am I sitting next to? Ooh. Oh, Beyonce. I'm not even looking at the rest of these hosts. Like, I'm going to sit next to Beyonce. Okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do Viola Davis. You're going to do Viola Davis? Well, no, now I'm rethinking it because I'm like, am I going to be able to talk? No, because it's Beyonce. Oh, no. Well, no, you know what? I'm going to have, I'm going to try my best to have a casual conversation with Beyonce and not bother her. Um, and maybe she'll let me play with Sir or Rumi. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my choice. <laughs> stick with Viola Davis. All right. How long will my winning speech be? Um, let's see. Uh, I'm probably going to say it's a lot. I'm pretty sure I may just ramble on because I ramble a lot. I mean, I might have to prepare the speech. <laughs> okay. So I want to say as long as they'll let me till they play the music. And I want to thank all the everyone that gave me this opportunity. I think you shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not finished. <laughs> as long as they let me. <laughs> I'm going to say minute because I too am like prone to rambling, but I, you know, I don't want to do that to people. Um, I'll get it. I got best original song. <laughs> what did well, you I got makeup and hairstyle. Whenever you create a traditional look or contemporary one, really makeup, tell story. I mean, I suck at making, I suck at doing my hair. So that's amazing if I do something fucking crazy and get an Oscar for it. Yay! Good job, Bill Morris. You won. I know how to work with people with melanin, so I'm happy. Exactly. Get an Oscar for that. You got an Oscar for that. I got an Oscar for best original song. I don't know what song it's going to be. Probably something crazy that I just made up on the spot. And they'd be like, good job, girl. Here's, a, here's an Oscar. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, fun. Oh, that was a good time all right well you know what oscars we're getting if we ever go to the oscars um if we ever get there you know what i'm saying just two girls hosting a podcast <laughs> one day you know we might get to the oscars or the emmys or the grammys or all three you know yes or the tonys or the razzies Ooh, that would be fun <laughs> i mean yeah you have to have a sense of humor if you're going to the razzies indeed just be there to laugh at everybody um but i mean so the award show has already started it's like 7 33 for us like central standard time so um yeah everybody enjoy the awards if you're watching them if you're not watching them let us know the reason why in the comments because i'm actually kind of curious um if you agree with any of our points or if it's something completely different like you just hate award shows or you like uh hate the patriarchy i don't know something <laughs> yeah hate the institution or like for me i really don't care i'm just thinking oh it's something something so. somebody won something that's great i'm so glad for y'all um so yeah let us know in the comments but otherwise uh wear your mask with uh two straps like Nicki minaj says on your head that's secured to your face 
um get the vaccine if you so wish and if you don't so wish stay the fuck away from me and mine um yes get tested weekly because the i'm pretty sure biden did an order an executive order to make sure if you have you're part of a business with more than 100 employees everyone has to either get vaccinated or get tested weekly that's right so you do what you got to do to survive out here um but yeah, like I said, you're not getting vaccinated. You stay away from me and mine. Um, and <laughs> yeah, just be safe for everybody out there in these wild streets. Spooky month is coming. Um, yay. yay. Uh, and also a full moon is coming in a couple of days. So y'all do uh, stay safe out there. Uh, and, uh, and flash people to show people the full moon. <laughs> hot. Uh, <laughs> and remember celebrities are people too uh including us just kidding we're not celebrities um yeah yet yet keyword there yet um somebody's gonna dig these back i'm gonna be like look how raggedy nikki alley looked (laughs) (laughs) she was a non-celebrity just sitting in her fucking apartment with the rattiest clothes yes yes i haven't grown my hair in weeks exactly try me um anyway i'll see you next week guys (laughs) see you next week bye